Welcome to Rams Up, a Los Angeles Rams podcast. We are a proud member of the Pigskin Podcast Network. We cover other SoCal sports news of interest, but we're mostly about your Los Angeles Rams. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back, everybody. Mark from Rams up here. I dropped a YouTube video last night with some quick takeaways on this 53-man roster. Now I'm going to get into it a little bit deeper. Let's go position group by position group. We'll start with the defensive line. Ashawn Robinson, Aaron Donald, Greg Gaines. Those are gimmies, right? And then Marquise Copeland. He was a sure thing, too. Did not play in the preseason Two guys that did play a lot in the preseason, so maybe had you wondering a little bit. Michael Hoyt, we are pretty sure he was going to make it though, right? And Jonah Williams, we called that a couple weeks ago. We thought he was in, played very well in the preseason. Rams need that sixth guy. Now the question is, what happens to these two guys when Bobby Brown is ready? Is he going to take the spot of one of these guys? Outside linebackers. Leonard Floyd, Justin Hollins, and Terrell Lewis, those were all shoe-ins. The ones we weren't sure about, well, we were pretty sure Daniel Hardy was going to make this team, but he'd go on IR immediately, at least most likely. And then Chris Garrett, I had him penciled in as the fourth or fifth edge rusher a few weeks ago, but then after that Cured Thomas performance... The other night, I was like, wow, maybe Chris Garrett is not long for this team. I don't think Chris Garrett looked very good. He had one speed rush where he got to the quarterback, but other than that, looked very light, really struggled against the run, had trouble making any headway against the offensive line trying to get to the quarterback. So I hedged my bets the other day, and I said, you know what? It might be Kier Thomas and not Chris Garrett, and that turned out to be the case. So Daniel Hardy and Keir Thomas are on this initial 53-man roster. Daniel Hardy likely going to IR to make room for another guy, or is he just going to stick around on the roster? Not sure. But Chris Garrett probably not going to make it. But Chris Garrett probably not going to make it to our practice squad, unfortunately. I suspect someone will claim him. Inside linebackers, Bobby Wagner, Ernest Jones, and Rams must love Christian Roseboom. He didn't play all preseason, and that's an indicator. He's on this team, great special teams player too. And again, a couple weeks ago, I had Jake Gervas penciled in as the fourth inside linebacker, giving him the nod because he can play safety a little bit, and being able to play safety, maybe they keep one less safety. But much like Keir Thomas the other night, Jake Hummel has been shining, and I started to second-guess myself openly about that battle between the two Jakes. And sure enough, Jake Hummel wins out. Jake Gervas will likely end up on the practice squad. So Hummel is the fourth linebacker. And again, what happens with Treven Howard when he comes back? Uh, Is he going to take Hummel's place? Only true insiders can answer that question. Cornerback, This shaped up pretty much as we all expected. Jalen Ramsey, David Long, Troy Hill, Robert Rochelle, and the two rookies, Kobe Durant and Darion Kendrick. No surprises there. And safety, another really good group. Taylor Rapp, Nick Scott, 
Jordan Fuller, Terrell Burgess, and Russ Yeast. Now, as I mentioned, if they had kept Gervas, they might not have kept Yeast. But in hindsight, I, I think it was going to be these six all along. Although I thought Dan Isom had a shot if Burgess had struggled in those preseason games, but he did not. He played really well. So, man, this is a really good group, I think. And remember, Quentin Lake could come back at some point. What do they do with him? Maybe they just let him redshirt, uh, come back next year. Rams have some free agents in this group. So next year, heck, you could see Russ Yeast and Quentin Lake playing significant roles in 2023. The specialists, Gay, Dixon, and Orzak, that was written in stone after they released Cameron Dicker. So that's the special teams and defense. Let's get back to the offense in one second. While the wait is almost over, Rams fans, a new football season is about to begin. Get ready for NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. This might be the best deal they've ever offered. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets instantly. When you place a $5 bet on any football game, that's code TPPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I'm telling you, Rams fans, do not miss out on this deal. Offensive line, this is where there were some surprises, at least to me. Uh, the starters, Noteboom Edwards, Brian Allen, Shelton, Havenstein. The backups that I predicted correctly, Alaric Jackson and Tremaine Ankrum. The ones I got wrong, I thought A.J. Curry and Jeremiah Colone would be on this roster, and Bobby Evans would not. So I was a little surprised there. I thought Curry played well. Now, one thing that could happen here, if they put Hardy on injured reserve, don't be surprised if they bring a Curry back, assuming he does not get picked up by someone. But for now, they're going with those eight offensive linemen. Two tight ends, Tyler Higby and Bryson Hopkins. Some folks thought Roger Carter was going to make this team. I didn't think he would, and he didn't. I thought this might have been music to Jacob Harris's ears, that they're only keeping two tight ends, but so find out in a second that was not the case. So Bryson Hopkins and Tyler Higby, the only tight ends. Is there something coming on that front? Don't be surprised. Again, if Hardy goes on injured reserve, Rams are going to bring someone on board. Could it be a third tight end? Very possible. Wide receivers, Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, Van Jefferson, Tutu Atwell, Ben Skowronik, Brandon Powell, and the undrafted rookie, Lance McCutcheon. And that guy deserves it. Man, did he ball out. A lot of people saying Skowronik's job is at risk as that number four or five wide receiver. Not so fast. McCutcheon still has a little ways to go, I think. And Skowronik does not deserve all the hate he gets. A rookie last year, a seventh-round draft pick, makes the team, had a couple of bad plays, Give the guy a break. He could develop into a decent wide receiver. Not saying he is, but I think people need to people need to pump the brakes on the Skaronic hatred. Hey, if Lance McCutcheon gets in there and proves he's a better player than Ben Skaronic, I'll be on board with that. But 
it gets a little premature to start penciling in McCutcheon ahead of Skowronik on the depth chart. Now, Brandon Powell is listed in this group. He's going to be primarily a returner. Don't expect him to see him on the field as a wide receiver at all. The running backs, Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson, Kyron Williams, and Jake Funk. Uh, If you've been listening on a regular basis, I've kind of soured on Funk a little bit as a running back. I love the guy. Great special teams player. Uh, As a running back, not so much. We'll see him during victory formation, and that's about it. Otherwise, he's a special teams player. And the quarterbacks, Stafford, Wolford, and Perkins. And again, I'm in the minority. I've said this several times. Uh, I think Perkins is fine as an emergency quarterback. Certainly not excited about the prospect of him starting four or five games, that's for sure. Uh, Certainly not excited about him starting four or five games. Hey, but that's just me. Now, what are the real surprises? The real surprises to me, uh, as I mentioned, the offensive line, especially A.J. Akuri, I thought he'd make this team. Um, I was also surprised Harris got cut, but in hindsight, kind of makes sense. And Chris Garrett... You know, I guess I'm surprised, but maybe not so much anymore after watching Keir Thomas play, knowing the Rams like Daniel Hardy. Garrett has had a year to to develop, has missed a lot of time. And kind of like Jacob Harris, you know, um, these professional athletes have to be able to stay on the field to contribute, and neither of them have been able to do that. Garrett and Harris have both missed so much time hey, let's give Daniel Hardy and Keir Thomas their shot. Jake Gervas versus Jake Hummel. I don't know. Take your pick. I can see why the Rams rolled with Hummel, though. He played very well. Not great in open space, but other than that, a tackling machine, kind of like Troy Reader, kind of in that same vein. We'll be back for some final thoughts on this 53-man roster in a second. Hey, Ram fans, one of the things I love to do when I do have some spare time is pull up some old live performances from my favorite bands. And when I do that, I love using my Raycon wireless earbuds. Their everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. Optimized gels for the perfect in-ear fit. Eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. It's pretty awesome. Nothing like listening to your favorite music with Raycon's Everyday Earbuds. They have earbud tap functions, three customizable sound profiles, and noise isolation. Go to buyraycon.com TPPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com TPPN to score 15% off buyraycon.com slash tppn. Okay, final thoughts on this 53-man roster, this initial 53-man roster, very likely to change a little bit in the coming days. Let's start at the most important position, quarterback. Well, you know what? Matthew Stafford is one of the best. Not worried about his arm, his elbow. He'll be fine. Has one year under his belt in McVay's offense. How dangerous does that make him with guys like Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson? Not thrilled with our backups. Hope it doesn't come to that. 
I think there are better backups out there, but Rams seem to love John Wolford. He'll be the number two guy. Running back position, Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson. Gotta love those two guys. Henderson just seems to get banged up continuously. Which Akers are we going to get? Are we going to get the 2020 version or the 2021 version who really struggled in the playoffs? Uh, I think he'll be okay. Certainly crossing my fingers that's the case. Kyron Williams, a bit of an unknown, at least to us fans. He'll be the number three guy, not just a third down back. Not sure how soon we'll see him. And then there's Jake Funk, more of a special teams guy. Wide receivers. Is this the best wide receiving group in the NFL from top to bottom? Cooper Cup, perhaps the best. His peers voted him as the best wide receiver in the league. And then Allen Robinson, who is going to be super dangerous in the red zone. Van Jefferson, the number three guy to start the year, as long as he's healthy and ready to go. I think he will be. And a bit of a deep threat as well. Tutu Atwell, what does he bring? Another bit of an unknown. I'm sure McVay's figuring out ways to get him into the offense. Ben Skowronik. Hey, I know there's a lot of Ram fans that aren't big fans of Ben, but if he's your sixth or seventh guy, that's not too shabby. And then there's Lance McCutcheon, and uh, I'm not sure how much action he's going to see, but what insurance to have a guy like that that looks so promising and could be a perfect fit for this Rams offense. Brandon Powell, more of a return guy. Tight ends, Tyler Higbee and Bryson Hopkins. You know, people don't get too excited about Tyler Higbee, but he is one tough dude, pretty darn good receiver, great blocker, and Bryson Hopkins started to shine late last year, so we can be really hopeful he contributes this year. Kind of strange they only have two tight ends, and I won't be surprised if that changes in the next few days. Offensive line, you know, they should be okay. We can only hope they'll be okay. Havenstein is solid. Noteboom would appear to be solid, although he hasn't been out there for a 17-game schedule, obviously. And the interior is okay. Uh, Coleman Shelton might be the weak link, but the Rams like him at who is going to play in front of the Logan Bruss regardless. And then David Edwards and Brian Allen. Good, not great, but good enough in my mind. The depth is a little bit of a concern, but Tremaine Ankrum, you know, he's been in this system for a couple years now, and the Rams have to be pretty thankful they have him with Logan Bruss going down. And then the other guy is Alaric Jackson, uh, a guy that can play either tackle position And then Bobby Evans, who probably made this team because of his versatility. Better run blocker than a pass blocker, but he is our eighth offensive lineman and maybe another position the Rams will replenish moving forward. Defensive side, defensive line, uh, do we really need to talk about it? Pretty darn good. Three excellent starters, three decent backups, and that's not counting Bobby Brown. Edge rushers, people crying about not having Von Miller. You know, we were fine without Von Miller. Certainly got better with him. But Leonard Floyd, Justin Hollins, Terrell Lewis, not too shabby. And then you throw in Daniel Hardy and Keir Thomas. I'm okay with this group. Middle linebackers, hey, you got a guy named Bobby Wagner in the middle playing alongside a very talented youngster, Ernest Jones. Hey, I'll roll with that any day of the week. The backups, eh, you know, probably mostly going to be special teams guys. Hopefully Christian Roseboom and Jake Hummel. The cornerbacks, another really good group. Jalen Ramsey, David Long, 
Roy Hill, Robert Rochelle, super athlete, and then the two rookies, Kobe Durant and Darion Kendrick. Pretty solid group. And that safety group, Jordan Fuller, Taylor Rapp, Nick Scott, pretty darn good. Terrell Burgess and Russ East backing them up. I feel pretty comfortable with that group. And special teams, Matt Gay has proven himself very reliable. Maybe not the biggest leg, but he'll be okay. I'm not sure about our punter, Riley Dixon. I don't think he's anything special. But hey, maybe the Rams won't be punting much after all. And long snapper never had an issue with Matt Orzek. So where are our strengths on this team? Well, you look at the defense and every unit looks strong. If you had to pick a weakest unit, it might be edge, but I don't think it's a weak unit. I mean, our defensive line solid. Our middle linebackers, excuse me, not even going to talk about that. And our secondary, got like 10 guys back there that I'd be comfortable with starting. And edge, you know, can Justin Hollins and Terrell Lewis get it done all year long? And how much are the youngsters going to contribute? So on the defensive side, that's probably my biggest concern. Not saying I'm concerned. I think we'll be fine. On the offensive side, it's really about staying healthy. I have some depth concerns. Not at wide receiver. We'll be fine there. But running back, quarterback, offensive lineman, and even tight end. Either absent of quality depth or depth at all. So that would be my only concern there. Uh, roster's in pretty good shape. Have to be happy with it. One of the best in the league, clearly. So moving forward, look for some changes forthcoming. The Rams probably are not done putting together this 53-man roster yet. So we may have another YouTube drop. may have another pod drop. Just depends on what happens. But by the end of next week, we will have another drop for sure. We will have our Bills-Rams preview. We will have our Week 1 game picks. And we will also have our 2022 opening day power rankings, 1 through 32. So be on the lookout for that as well. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website at ramsup.com. You'll find links to all of our episodes and a link to our YouTube channel. And you can also leave us a voicemail from our website. Don't forget to subscribe and give us that five-star rating. It's really appreciated. And remember, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of bensound.com and the YouTube royalty-free music audio library, Crimson Fly by Hama Hama.